guys let's jump right into it uh, I guess uh, we're just gonna let this conversation flow but I do have one question to start off it's uh, let's go back let's go to the basic what is a spam how can a person identify okay this is a spam well I think spam uh, is is basically unsolicited email to put it simply um, it's sometimes it can be uh, marketing scams. It can be, uh, there's, there's many different types of, of email spam. Um, but some of the traditional ones are bogus business opportunities, um, advertisements for free goods, um, chain mail, get rich quick schemes, or, uh, even work at home schemes like you would see in, in the current situation with a lot of people working from home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and you have, like you mentioned, different types of spam. Some of them may be soliciting uh, or trying to engage you in some form or fashion, but others could be trying to uh, infiltrate your organization or trying to collect, uh, you know, some sort of identity and things like that. So you have to be very careful on the emails that you open. Even when you get an email, I've, I've read that... Um Sometimes you, you want to unsubscribe for something that you think it's spam, and by unsubscribing, there's a link that, again, it's another way of spamming and getting your information. Is there like a, like a busy season for spam? Is there like a specific time of year where people get uh, most of the spams, or is there such a thing, or pretty much it's, it's spread out throughout the year? I, I would say that uh, I'm pretty sure they're planning for uh, reaching out to people when days like, for example, Christmas and the holidays. Uh, yeah, the holidays, like, uh, uh, what's the day for the people who love each other? Uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. The love day. Uh, yeah, Valentine's <laughs> Day. So, no, I, uh, yeah, and then, you know, they reach out to uh, different people asking for pretending to be someone else and asking them to go buy gifts and especially gift cards and things like that so they can retrieve that that cash later on. Uh, we recently see uh, uh, something like that happen with one of our clients. Uh, pretty much a, a lot of employees in the company got the same email coming from this person that pro pretending to be that person requesting uh, to, to go out and and buy some gift cards because uh, they were planning on giving it to people because of um, what was the, the the date that we recently have here? But, um, um, thanks. Oh, no. The one with the with the pumpkins. Halloween. <laughs> Pump, uh, no Halloween. 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 Yeah. No. So, I, yeah. Go ahead, Javier. So so yeah, we we had to you know we catch we catch it on on time and then we had to send a, a, a an email blast. Um, you know, advising people not to uh, go and do that. And then we, of course, block the email with our uh, email uh, filtering software. So it's, it's just, I mean, I think they're, they're, they're all the time. They're always sending, but I, I think we see it uh, more often when, when dates like this uh, are coming. 
Okay. And, yeah. and uh, go ahead, uh, Israel. Yeah, I definitely want to uh, emphasize what Javier is saying is there's going to be holidays and, and key events. For example, the election, uh, different key events that happen in our society that trigger the unsolicited amount of emails. And, and with that being said, what kind of things should you look out for uh, when you suspect or not suspect, uh, what kind of thing you should in general should look out for to avoid falling to one of these traps, uh, yeah. AKA spam? I think uh, you should not just trust the, the name or positions that you see in the emails, uh, not just go with that, you know, going to that actual name if you expand it or you hover over it, it, it will tell you the complete email address. And I'll give you an example. Let's say uh, uh, jsilva at yahoo.com, uh, but it comes, uh, it can come on an Israel Dennis name. Uh, it's just, you know, it's how it converts the, that email address to that name because it's the display name. Mm -hmm. uh, when you set it up, you can set it up that way and it's that easy. And then you just send it out to somebody that is going to see that Israel Dennis and that person knows Israel Dennis, but it's not coming from Israel's email. It's coming from that. Uh, uh, Yahoo. Like a fake address, a fake yeah. address. So that's, yeah. people get confused a lot with that. So um, we're always telling the users, uh, look, don't click right away. Uh, check the email address and that kind of thing helps. Yeah, to add to that, uh, you want to use common sense. First of all, if you see uh, someone impersonating someone else, you definitely want to look at the syntax of how they're typing in the email. If it doesn't look like uh, how they normally conversate with you, then it's most likely someone else. Uh, same with missing features in the email, like a signature could be missing, or there could be typos, uh, probably someone that doesn't speak English very well and is, is translating um, to impersonate that. Yeah, the other thing I wanna add is sometimes the email address uh, may be coming from a, a domain name that is very similar. So they may transpose some of the letters. They may do where there's an I, they put a one, or when there's a, a, a O, they put a zero, just to try to get you to believe that that is uh, an authentic domain or something like that. So you have to be careful on what emails you open for a number of reasons. Spamming is always, it's, it's always something that contains a virus or a hack or? I would say not necessarily. Sometimes it's just phishing and sometimes it's just a lot of advertising. Uh, but, you know, sometimes it is the one that comes with the, with the virus. Mm -hmm. Right. It could be a Trojan horse and the link on the email that you click is, is a backdoor into your uh, computer and not just that, but if you're on the work network, then that's a backdoor for uh, a hacker into the network. And mm -hmm. that is a worst case scenario. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we've seen a lot of cases where, you know, these, this phishing or these uh, emails generate, you know, backdoors for these ransomware that cost companies millions of dollars. You know, it, it, if you get, for example, the Raikou virus, which comes in through an email uh, phishing scam, uh, they get the the user to click on the link, opens up a backdoor for them. That Raikou installs itself and 
uh, you know, encrypts. Put, encrypts all the files on on any system that it can have access to. So then it becomes a very costly, um, so you know, costly we, problem for, for anything. Yeah, we've seen that firsthand. Uh, we've seen that you know with multiple clients firsthand. In one case, uh, the you know the 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 client took about two or three weeks to get resolved, and the other one we saw the client took about six months, and they were in millions of dollars worth of damages. Um, and it's hard for the FBI and for law enforcement to track down where these uh, things are coming from. But no damage can be done if you don't click, right? Or just by it, getting no, the spam. The 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 idea is prevention uh, is the is the best method for um, for you know for uh, you know stopping all these things. So that's what we're talking about today. Is we we want to be uh, extremely alert on any potential emails that come in as spams from people you don't recognize, from emails that you don't know, and from domains that look suspicious. Yeah. So and just to add to that really quickly, sorry. Uh, you know, we kind of made a point earlier about when the times of year that these scams happen and, you know, periodically it's around the holidays, but for scammers, this is a full-time job for them in some cases, and they're trying to make money. So on the other side of it, you have IT professionals who need to be cognizant, like Israel is saying, at all times and have preventative uh, measures like disaster recovery in place in case floor like you're saying someone accidentally does click because mistakes happen all the, all time. the time yeah, yeah. mistakes and, happen and, all and the time absolutely and i was i was going to say that pretty much uh you read my mind uh this is pretty much their this is their job create those type of spam they, these guys spend a lot of time a day creating these spam and sending it out there so it's it's uh one human error i mean can just cost you tons of money so uh anybody can fall for that so i agree you got to be extremely uh careful one of the things you can do is make sure that i mean you only accept email that you have been you have requested or by person or the people that you are constantly um in contact with you know avoid the trigger words uh guys before we wrap it up what are some trigger words that people should look out for real quick that that could be that could be very fishy in terms of, of words uh, i know that it's obvious because uh, the um like the fire email uh filtering and so forth use those uh words but i i wouldn't call them just a word because i mean that would be you will be blocking it you know, people send but it's more like uh, yeah like phrases and and again looking for that sense of urgency uh, and when it's not really work related uh like go buy gift cards nothing to do with your work and it's it's this urgency i need it for this for today i need it for to this afternoon and it's you know it's just things like that but uh, for if you're asking for a list of words that's going to be more more complicated do you guys think that segregating the inbox into junk and the 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 others email did that help um i i, I think, think if having an email filtering software uh and we don't 
get paid for this, but we use Barracuda and we think it's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, you just uh, you can put your domains that you don't want, that your unwanted domains that you want to block, and then you have a list of whitelisted domains that you know you those are companies that you do business with, people that you know are trying to reach out to you and they've been blocked. You just whitelist uh, those domains and and the the firewall lets those through. So you can basically tell. You know, I want this to be blocked. I want this to come come in and have my users receive those emails. And that's a that's a really good way of um, you know trying to keep uh, that secure. But still, even though you 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 have that, sometimes you know they they find a way. Like you guys have been saying, this is what they do, and they get sophisticated with a minute. So. Mm -hmm. They, right. they, it's always something that that goes through, and uh, that's okay. when the the end user comes in and and needs to be in the lookout for for that kind of stuff. Yeah, and they're improving, you know, with each uh, failed attempt to scam. So it, as they scam more or send out more fish, phishing scams, email scams, they they're only better, going to better. improve. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 can also track where you're opening the. I mean, they they have tools to track where you're opening the email, how often you're opening the email, um, you know, whether you're opening it from a mobile device or from a computer. Uh, so they have become very sophisticated. The, the other thing I want to mention about spam is, even though even though you may not be providing your email address out to the public. If they have, or if they get access to directories of companies, they can uh, uh, back engineer or re-engineer how your email is being generated, you know, because they can look at patterns. So now they, they've done, you know, they have artificial intelligence that can say, okay, the email is the first initial last name or first name, last name. They, they have number of patterns that they've used to identify what pattern your organization may be using for these emails. Uh, I think one way to try to combat some of these is to randomize your emails, but even though uh, these things are there, the, the, you know, people are very clever and they make this a full-time job to try to, uh, try to make, get through to you, you know, and it's a, it's a million dollar organ, you know, it's a million dollar business for these spammers to uh, send you spam. Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, let's wrap it up. Definitely, we can talk about this all day. I know that this is pretty much what you guys are uh, always. This is your job, pretty much, and you guys are always like in uh, in alert. This is everybody's. This is everybody's. Every every company's nightmare, or every IT professional nightmare. So this is what we do, uh, and so like Israel said, it's a it's an expensive business. So they got a lot of people making a lot of money behind the scenes. So they always 24-7 trying to outsmart you. So mm -hmm. thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. I know you guys are busy. So thank you for being here. And guys, follow us on social media on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. This is going to be posted on YouTube, Apple Music, and Spotify. And with that being said... We're going to see you next time. Take care, guys. Take care, guys. Thank you. See you, guys. Thank you, guys. See you.